Welcome back to Humans of Purpose. Hope you're having a fantastic week. It's time to just check in and uh, just have a bit of a sense check of how we're going physically, intellectually, emotionally, and socially. And I encourage you to do this with a trusted friend, a family member, uh, a relative, anyone who you can connect with and really just share a bit about your emotions, your state of being, and, and how you're feeling in this world on this very day. So for myself, physically, I've just started a body fit, and I must say I'm absolutely loving it. And it's it's sort of the first time I've re-engaged with high-intensity interval training, uh, probably since the pandemic. I used to do F45 and loved that, but getting into body fit again has just been terrific for me to sort of feel a bit more competitive and um, you've got your heart rate up on the screen, you've got a a chest monitor, so you can really start to get a sense of how you're going in each class and try and better yourself and also compete against all the uh, sweaty people around you too, so that's been good fun. Um, On the intellectual side, most of my brain power has actually been taken up by Spark Strategy and uh, just getting used to the new job. But um, another side of the intellect, I suppose the uh, obsessive part of my personality, has been strongly drawn to this Netflix series, F1 Drive to Survive, which I'm absolutely loving. Before watching the show, I knew absolutely nothing about F1. I still know nothing about racing. But the strategy involved in motor racing and particularly F1 and the big personalities, the politics, management, strategy, it's got everything. So I always say that the mark of a good documentary is to take a relatively boring topic and make it fascinating. And I think they've done really well on that front. So emotionally, been feeling pretty strong and stable lately. Um, Probably just having settled into the new job, the podcast is going well, relationships are good, so feeling good on on many fronts there. Socially, I've been pretty good lately at making time to see family and friends, uh, but also starting to get out there and really enjoy events in Melbourne again, which has been really exciting to sort of get along to little things like the Funding Network had an event at Blue Rock the other night. Um, I'm getting out to a shared value event, uh, which will be Thursday night this week. So it's just sort of seeing Melbourne opening up again and making space to meet new people and to network. It's just been terrific. So yeah, that's been really good. And just a reminder again that you definitely should try and use this methodology and make it part of your weekly practice to check in with a partner, family or friend. Uh, It's a good way to sort of get a sense of how you're going across the dimensions, but also gives you a, a bit of a support structure and some accountability to where you're heading across those dimensions. So the topic of today's episode is chunking. The idea here is simple. Instead of cycling between different projects or tasks, you block out time in your diary to tackle the same task across various projects. So for example, I often have to schedule interviews for a range of client projects. Rather than doing this as part of each project, I can decide to do all of my interview scheduling across all projects at once. So I'd block out my calendar from 9 till 12 or 9 till 1, and during that time, I'll only book in interviews across all my projects. Then um, another thing I might do is to prepare all interview questions for all of my projects at once. So the logic here is that humans are terrible at multitasking and switching between tasks. So it makes sense to do the same task across projects. Psychologists prefer to call multitasking rapid task switching, and it comes with a few pitfalls. There's a delay when you switch from one thing to another, and sometimes a temporary drop in performance too. That's cited from the World Economic Forum blog. There's an important caveat here as well. An hour spent on one thing followed by an hour spent on another is fine. 
The task switching cost is much less than the time you're spending on each task. But if you're switching tasks every few minutes or every few seconds, the cognitive cost of switching from one task to the other interferes with performance. Another example would be in terms of podcasts, I could decide to block out time to approach 10 new potential guests instead of interspersing that individual guest approach between the various other things that I'm doing in one day. For this, I'll use a similar message to each guest, customizing parts of the introduction. And I might do this instead of trying to process an entire episode all at once. Cal Newport, the author of Deep Work, suggests that chunking, or what he refers to as time blocking, is far more effective than the standard work week. He says, a 40-hour time-blocked work week, I estimate, produces the same amount of output as a 60-plus-hour work week pursued without structure. Cal suggests that time blocking can be useful for the following situations. If you are, for example, juggling many different projects or responsibilities, Jack Dorsey of Twitter uses day theming to run two major companies at the same time, you might be spending too much time in reactive mode, responding to emails and messages, you may be finding your day chopped up by meetings, you may find that you are battling constant interruptions throughout the day. You may also find that you struggle to find the time and mental space for big picture thinking. So start to think a little bit about what are the repeatable things that you could do each day that could be streamlined into a chunking process and think about that 20 hours that you'll get back according to Cal Newport every week that you do this. So that is the topic of the day. I hope that's been helpful for you. I hope you found our other topics helpful on our little fortnightly Friday deep dive. And I also do hope that you'll use the PIES methodology to check in with those around you and even just share the methodology with them to sort of see how they're doing. Check in and be that person, that beacon of light, that support, um, as you all can be. So wishing you a wonderful weekend and rest of your week. And I'll be with you again next week on Tuesday with a fresh guest. All right, be well.